Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. Recording this on a Saturday night. A very special Saturday night. How many of our listeners do you think are out right now hanging out outside tombs, seeing if everybody rolls back a rock Cut it and out. rolling out? Do you think they are? No. It's not like the Great Pumpkin. Why not? not? Because it doesn't happen all the time. That's why it was a miracle. It happened Duh. one time. Really? One time. Really? Yes. Me, which, which miracle do you think is cooler, that one or the Lazarus miracle? Well. Which one do you think was cooler? you're talking about scale? I'm just talking about cooler. Uh, because Lazarus, Jesus in front of a whole bunch of people said, get the fuck up, you lazy piece of shit. You're not done being around. And then Lazarus got up and walked around. Jesus had to be all stealthy and sneak out in the middle of the night. You know what I'm saying? Before anybody else got up, he's like, I got I to gotta get moving before anybody sees me. You think it's because he was pussing out? He's afraid they're going to put him back on Cut a stick? out. Do you think that's what it was? No. This is the part about the Christian mythology that bothers me the most. If you're gonna if you're gonna bring the dude back, right? You're gonna let people nail him to a stick to absolve them of their sins, right? And then you're gonna let him come back. Don't you think Jesus should have kicked that rock out of the fucking way and come out with a big old flaming sword and a whip, be cracking it at people, going, "Look at me, motherfuckers! I told you." Instead of slinking around like a guy no. who's doing the walk of shame after a party too much and he's been at the fat chick's apartment that's all gentle. night. That's, when he wants that's to be. a myth. When he wants to be. Right, but I'm back from the dead. Don't you think that deserves a little fanfare? I'm just asking. This is why it's I can't. It's not like a magic show. It kind of was. Kind of isn't. It kind of is. Not. The whole religion is based on a magic show. I was on a stick. I was in a hole. I'm back. Check me out. <laughs> just saying. Cut it out. If your religion's going to David Copperfield, at least have a little fanfare. So this is episode number seven hundred one, calamity. Every time we hit a one, I don't feel like I feel like I've just started. Starting all over again. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm gonna skip one. Like I do it. Like the thirteenth floor on hotels. Well, we just don't unlike unlike our hotel that had the thirteenth floor. It did. That should have told us right there. I know. I should have got off and said, Nope, I'm not staying here. And somebody was actually staying there on the thirteenth floor. Well, that's true. You wanna if they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at two one four two six seven nine eight nine nine. Email. RWTY show at gmail.com. Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You're awesome. Amazon sent me some horrors. Did I tell you about that? Sent me some horrors. Came over and blew me. It was a big party. So, what order do you want to talk about these things in? Do you want to talk about how Thing 3 shamed every middle school boy? Or Sure. <laughs> okay, we'll start with that. Mm-hmm. So, I came home from doing something. I can't remember what I was doing. I came home... And my youngest daughter had a big old Yosemite Sam mustache. It was. It was bright orange. It looked just like it. It was awesome. And she was strutting around like she was the fucking cock of the walk. Mm-hmm. I had never seen anything so ludicrous in my life. She mm-hmm. got long blonde hair, little chubby cheeks, and a big old fucking mustache. Like a crazy ass lip dragger mustache. Yeah, so it hang, hung all the way down to her chin. Most of a mustache and beard it was so big. Mm-hmm. And She's so proud of this fucking thing. She's like, I'm wearing it to school. And we're busily cutting out a bunch more. Right, more. And I was like, well, who are these for? Other girls in your class. Right. Why did they feel they needed to wear mustaches to school? Okay. We all know how puffed up and cocky middle school boys can be. 
I mean, it's like they're trying to prove their masculinity, trying to prove their position in the dating field before they even get there. It's because right? it's like how little lions fight. You got to get ready for your fucking dominance displays. Pretty much. So, you know, they're loud. They're obnoxious. and They smell bad. Yeah. And they like to pester girls. Well, yeah. So pretty much that had been going on all year. And a couple of boys in particular in Thing 3's class have been sporting what you might call <laughs> peach fuzz <laughs> on their upper lip. Now, when you were in junior high, did you go to junior high with anybody that actually had a mustache? Right. Did well, you? Not, not like you, because I know you had some hairy companions right? that had, you know, ridiculous amounts of that, facial hair okay. at a young age. The friend of mine, you know who I'm talking about, who yes. was the hairiest motherfucker on the planet. Was that un not unnerving? It was ridiculous. And he he had a full mustache and could grow a full beard if he so desired by the time we were in seventh grade. That's mm -hmm. not a joke. Mm -hmm. The first time I met that guy, I was like, how fucking old are you and why are you in my school? He's like, I'm only 12. Holy shit, dude. Uh -huh. Well, you know, thanks to puberty, you have people on all different ends of the spectrum. You have those right. who look like they've been all grown up for quite some time and others that you think may never get there. Like me, I was fucking baby faced chihuahua boy until I was like 16. Right. I mean, I, I literally had no hair on my face. Right. And most people fall somewhere in between the two extremes. Right. And I still can't grow like a big fucking beard. Mm -mm. Like I can grow facial hair, but it gets so long and it's just done. And I just well, look like it's a, a fucking bit patchy. I look like a hobo. No, not... it's not. It fills in, but just right here, just around my mouth and my chin. It doesn't grow up on the sides. Like I can't mm -hmm. grow a beard from my ear to my chin. I can just grow that thing that goes around your mouth. I wonder if that has to do with you being blonde. The being, fact I that I don't have very much hair. Don't I, I don't see very many blondes that sport lots of facial hair. I'm no. Just saying. I think no, well, the dark, I agree. you know, I don't know. Maybe it's totally unrelated. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so she's got these boys that are sporting peach fuzz on their upper lip and taking great pride. Right. Look at my mustache. Right. Check it. And, you know, like grooming what is there or constantly, you know, touching it with the fingers to make sure that it's still there. Ugh, like it didn't go anywhere. Right. And she was pretty much sick of it. She's like, you guys are dumb. There's not really anything there. I've got to get my lab microscope out to be able to really see anything. You're not grown men. So she... And her friends decided that they were going to support the mustaches because they so, were better so, than the ones that the boys had. So mean. And they did. <laughs> it, is, it was the meanest thing I've ever seen. And they, they were pretty genius because they were made out of felt. Right. We just randomly cut different shapes. So none of them were the same. Right. You had like the Yosemite Sam kind of mm -hmm. drapey one that comes down. And you had like the, the handlebar one. ones that kind of curl up. Right. And then some of them were smaller and just no, kind of no Hitler mustaches. No, you didn't do that. There. But I mean, you had just like little kind of wormy looking mustaches mm -hmm. and some. So and it then was they a nice glue dots. Right. The, the glue dots that are just come on the little sheet and they stick right on and they're reusable right. and right. they stayed on all day. Yeah. They kept them all day. I am of mixed minds about this because on the one hand it was the most hilarious thing i've seen probably ever on the other hand it is really hard 
to be a young man going through that period. Well, I can. I mean, and, and, it's and, awkward for girls too. I understand, but nobody walks around going, "You call that a period?" Oh, come on! That's like a fucking little spotty Boys flow. Nobody relentlessly fucking tease girls over the size of their breasts. I don't think so. Oh yes, I never did. I was like, "It's okay with small boobs." boobs. Whatever. Nope. Flip them out. You tease the girls when they got nothing on top. Flat-chested girls have lots of issues. You know, I can actually. How would you know? Well, I'm just saying. At come one on. point, I didn't have any. It's because I have them now. I, I'm just saying, Titsy. I, I have it hard to believe that you didn't have. I was not very well endowed for, especially in sixth and seventh grade. Okay, well, didn't I, happen. Okay, sixth and seventh grade is a little weird. I know, but then there's the girls that developed fully by fifth grade, started their periods, okay. and had like double and D's. In, I think in that fifth grade. I think they get they mocked. Can't handle I, that. I think they get mocked more than other people because it's confusing and frightening well, for that's everybody. True you know what too. I'm saying? You're I'm like, just saying, boys give it out just as much as they okay. take it. All right. All right. But I do think that's a weird time period, and the development thing is strange. It is. It's, it's the whole really thing weird. It's the whole I've got to be like everybody else. Ah, I can't find myself. <laughs> and suddenly biology goes, nope. Different. Yeah, it's awkward. It was nice when the friend of mine was growing a beard, though, and a mustache when we were freshmen, and we could just go get booze. That was pleasant. Nice. But, you know, we grew up in a town. This was the part of that that I never understood, right? Mm-hmm. We grew up in a town where you knew, I knew everybody. There wasn't we still a, got away with it. There was not a single person in that town on a daily basis you couldn't point at and know at least what family they belonged to. True. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So who did they think this guy was? Stranger from out of town coming in to buy beer every Friday? Well, was he born and raised there? No, not he very moved far there. away. Not he I know. But here's <laughs> the thing. That's the thing about small towns. It no. doesn't matter. If you weren't born there, you're an outsider. If you came in a week after you were born, you're still an outsider. He's, he's from the you same, weren't born there. No, he's from the same community, though. He grew up 15 miles from where Doesn't I live. Matter. It does matter. Doesn't. I, I just always thought it was strange. I was like, how are they being fooled? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think it was a case of willingness to look the other way. Well, especially since we had drive through and there were times we would pull up, and we would see the person in the drive through like, well, I know you. Right. <laughs> what I'm saying. You know, it's money, probably. I'm going to lose yeah. a sale. Although I don't think malt duck was we didn't really drink. a we big high price item. That was your sister. In we fact, I know it was. We didn't drink that shit. Okay. We drank Green's Farm Country Quenter. I no. I this is one of the things that's different about you and me. You know what I drank in high school? Mad Dog. Or we started with Mad Dog, and pretty soon we we're like, that just makes you sick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we're like, fuck it, just buy a bottle of rum. And we drank. Yeah, I, I didn't hit the rum until we, college. Probably. We drank rum straight out of the bottle when I was in high school. Yuck! Passing it around, straight out of the fucking bottle. Yeah, that's that's not good. No, it wasn't good. Then what it, else isn't good is when your child comes home, and she has a note that's addressed to the parents of. Oh God! And it's folded and sealed. Yes. I hate those <laughs> notes. I hate them. I do too, because nine times out of ten, they're nothing. Right. Especially in this house. It's not, it's literally nothing. Or it's a congratulatory whatever. Mm-hmm. But why don't you just send me an email? Right? right. So that you don't have to ferry it back and forth in my child's hand. Because mm-hmm. it may or may not get there. Well, exactly. Because when I was a kid, if I got a sealed envelope addressed to my parents mm-hmm. from the school, it's not going to make it. Okay. Well, said envelope had obviously been opened and resealed. Well, that's really never good. Mm-hmm. And thing three wrote in ink on the outside it's a calamity a real calamity <laughs> big giant letters exclamation points and then in real small letters in parentheses i didn't do it 
<laughs> I'm thinking, oh my God, I don't even want to open this. But yeah. surely if it was something serious, if I it was real, you would, if it was real, somebody would have notified you personally. Right. But I'm thinking she's so alarmed and she like threw it at me, you know, and then left the room. Well, like she was unsure of facing the punishment. And the other problem with her especially is. I don't know how to phrase this. She's become so fucking hecklesome about, about everything jokes, that so. you don't know if anything's real or a joke or sarcasm or her just being a doofus. You know what I mean? Right. You don't fucking know. I don't, I, I never know how to take her anymore because she does shit. And I'm like, well, if you're serious, I'm going to have to kill you. And if you're joking, that's not a very nice joke. Mm-hmm. Well, she was seriously <laughs> concerned. So dumb. And so I opened it and all it said was that she had three overdue library books. We knew where they were. They were on the bench. <sighs> and she needed to return them. And she had to pay a fine. It wasn't a big fine or anything. Just the thought of the fact that she did not return these books on time. And she had to pay a fine. Just flipped her gourd. She's so weird about this So stuff. I reach into my pocket and I go, here's the money. <laughs> pay him tomorrow. Here's return the books done bring the books back and then shut the fuck I know. up and i was like and what's this deal about you didn't do it yes you did you kept the books too long <laughs> i can see them i know where they are you didn't turn them in <sighs> that's so weird i used to, did you ever have trouble with overdue books when you were a kid oh heck yes this is the trouble i got into and you tell me if this is my fucking fault mm-hmm. my parents would take me to the library because it was over by my grandparents house right, right. and then i would walk from the library to my grandparents mm-hmm. house not, not a big deal, right? The problem was they would, I, I could check out as many books as I wanted, which was a lot. So right. I, would, I would check, out a, too many I would check out a lot, I would bring them home, and I would read them, right? Mm-hmm. There were too many for me to put on my bike and ride to the library. You see what I'm saying? So okay. I, would count, I would look at the calendar and go, I need to go to the library. Can you drop me off at the library so I can turn these books in? And it would never fucking happen. And then the library would call and say, where's our fucking books? And I'd be like, well, I'll bring them as soon as my parents get And then they would yell at me like it was my fault. Nice. I bought the books. I read the books. Why, and I want you to take me and drop the books off. Why are you being a dick about it? Nope. Aww. Did you, but did you ever get in trouble like that or did you have to pay for them? Your mom beat you. Did you, have, um, did you have a special poor kid's privilege where you didn't have to pay for it? Well, I think, you know, we knew the librarian personally, so it wasn't like. She she would look the other way a lot. You would let her touch you in your naughty place, no, and then you can get as many books as you want. I'm just asking. Stop it. I'm just asking. No, I'm just saying it was. Um, you know, we would have them too long, and that was a trend that continued for a long time. I don't think I ever grew out of that. You're the worst. Because a lot of times it was like inconvenient, and back then the time period you had like two weeks, and then you had to return them. It's not like now. Or like the public library here, you have like two months. Yeah, you have as long as you want. Yeah. Well, you know what else I think is interesting? I meant to tell you this. The Kindle is now starting going to start up where you can borrow books from the library on it. In the Kindle app. Right. That, that's going to be weird. Because well, you can do it from your house. You don't have to actually go there. You just go and borrow this book and then it's out. And then when two weeks is up, it just takes it back. Well, so I think that, that then there's no reason to have an overdue book. Well, you can't have an overdue book. You no, check it out, and exactly. then when the time's up, it takes it away. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Like, I, I think libraries, see, and I don't want to say this, but I think libraries are just done. Do you know what I'm saying? 
I think they're really coming to an end. I don't see any way that they're not coming to an end. You don't need physical books anymore. Because you can just Kindle them, right? Right. What else have they got? I don't know. It'll be intriguing. I don't know. I'm kind of curious. At least I won't have to worry about not being able to go because I have a book out. That's all I can say. A concerned citizen who spotted a toddler clinging to a fourth floor balcony of an Orlando area hotel managed to catch the child who was not injured. Orange County Sheriff's spokeswoman Denise Rollins said it was a miracle the child wasn't injured in the fall, which happened after just 9 p.m. on Wednesday. Investigators say the child's parents were inside the hotel room and had not realized the child was on the balcony. I don't like when they throw around it was a miracle. That I don't like. It's not a miracle. It's not. A guy caught him. That's right. not a miracle. So you're kind of taken away from the accomplishment of the dude that actually did the catchings? Yeah. Yeah, I, I caught the kid. An angel didn't swoop down. The, the earth didn't suddenly turn to fucking nerf. I caught the kid. How about a little credit my way? You know? I'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I caught the kid. That's like a genius level fucking catch. You're not going to see that shit every day. On the other hand, if I was walking around by the pool at a hotel and I looked up and there's a kid 40 feet over my head, I'm not catching him. I'm going to call somebody. I know. Here's the thing. Well, you <laughs> probably don't have enough time to make that kind of a snap decision to either do it or don't. Well, if a kid's falling, I don't think I'm going to put myself in a way of a 50-pound projectile headed towards exactly. the ground. <laughs> and you know, once gravity takes hold, that 50 pounds is a lot. Yeah, the kid's moving. He's moving fast. And I don't want to, I don't want to, I mean, I'm not the most coordinated guy. And with my luck, we'll crack heads and both be dead. It is weird. <laughs> On the other hand, too, you and I have been in places with balconies. Mm-hmm. You and I raised a child in a house with a big, long staircase, right? Well, the apartments had a balcony when we had two kids. Right. And, three, yeah, actually. but nobody ever went out there. But the... The uh, the house we lived in where we had a child mm-hmm. who was a toddler had a big, tall staircase. Right. We knew at all times if the kid was anywhere near the stairs. And I mean sure. at all times because there's, when you're a parent, you're like, I, I can't fight gravity. And your kid can get seriously fucking hurt. So you keep an eye on them when there's a place where they can fall from a great height. Right. Like if in the room we stayed in when we went to Austin, there was a big, there was a balcony. Yeah. That would have just stayed locked if we would have had a toddler. Right. So it annoys me when parents are like, I didn't know. How, how do you not fucking know? It's a hotel room for one thing. It's not big enough that you don't realize your kid's not in your line of sight anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know. You think they were fucking it's in the scary. bathroom? They were like in the hot tub. Or doing they were it drinking was, or God only knows what else they were doing. It was in the morning. So? They were on vacation. This kind of shit just really unnerves me because when your kid falls from a height, it means you weren't paying attention. Because like the one and only time I ever fell, my grandparents had uh, a big tall deck. You know right, what I'm talking about? That sort of I fell off of it and landed mm-hmm. in a pile of shit at the bottom of a fucking tree. It's because nobody was paying any attention to what I was doing. Right. I, I did not have time to get up to no good. I mean, I had I had plenty of time. I was just walking around. I, I opened up the door. Nobody stopped me. I was out on the deck dicking around for an hour. Nobody stopped me. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. Pay attention, people. That's all I can say. Pay they're just lucky attention. that nothing happened to the kid. Good God. Well, they're getting in trouble for child uh, neglect or something mm. like that. 
Which they should. Your kid yeah, fucking yeah. took a header off a balcony. If it hadn't been for an innocent bystander, his head would have smashed open like a yolk. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be swimming and see somebody's head fucking splatter open. That's not nice. What a buzzkill. It's not fun. You might get some on you. What if you were jumping around yelling and you get some in your mouth? Now you might get Kuru. You don't eat human brains. It's not okay. healthy. It's not good. The man, I'm looking at starting this paleo diet thing that's mostly meat and fruits and shit. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that they recommend. Oh, you should eat lots of brains, high in protein. What? Yeah. No. And I, I just said, Mm-mm. no, I'm not. You should send him an email and say, have you looked at things you can get from eating well, brains? The guy, the no. guy actively says, no, the guy actively says that eating organ meat is not something he really expects most people to do. It's really good for you, apparently. But there's he, a difference, though, between eating kidneys and livers and stuff, which people do. Well, but here's my argu- brain. Here's my argument. And you tell me if I'm stupid about it or not. Your kidneys and livers, which are frequently eaten by people, right, mm-hmm. are filtration organs. Right. They're gross. They're full of shit that is not good for you. So why would I ever eat that? I don't know. Have you ever been in a house where somebody's cooking kidneys and they're doing it wrong? No. It smells like somebody pissed in your fucking air conditioning. Yuck. It's it's terrible. Yuck. Terrible. No brains. I'm not doing it. I'm going to eat some meats. I'm going to eat some fruits. We'll see what happens. The guy insists that this diet will not torpedo your digestive system, and I, I don't believe it. I think a diet that consists of 60% meat and 40% fiber is going to be problematic. That's all, that's all I can say. I guess you'll find out. Clear the way. Just don't get between me and the bathroom once this thing starts. That's all I can say. Yeah, I guess it's a good thing. We just got the main line snaked out. Yeah, because I'm going to have some monster shits. Yay. <laughs> I'm just predicting. My diet consists primarily of apples and steaks. I think there's just going to be a lot of stuff moving through. All I can say. Next story. A New Jersey woman was stabbed in the face with a pen on a New York City subway train after she tried to stop a man from lighting a cigarette. The assault occurred on a crowded number three train near the Chambers Street station during Tuesday's morning rush. Witnesses told the Daily News and the New York Post that an argument quickly escalated when Evelyn Seeger asked the man not to smoke. Witnesses say two riders were trying to restrain the man when he pulled out a pen and slashed Seeger's face. Okay, well, there's a difference between stabbing somebody in the face and cutting their face. Well, I think I think what he did was like he pulled stabbing the... to me means like sticking the pen in there and it goes. Well, boing, I think that I... and it sticks straight out and you can't really remove it. I think he tried. I think he did one of these. Here's what I'm saying. He grabbed the pen like he had it was holding it up mm-hmm. with the point sticking mm-hmm. out of the bottom of his fist and he went like this. And smash it down towards her face. And I think it just ripped a big chunk out of her face. And that's kind of a slash. Yikes. Also kind of a stab. If it had gone on her eye, it would have been a stab. You know what I'm saying? That's a mortal combat. Well, it could have killed her, too. Well, and he got her just right in the eye. This is my thing. As a society, this guy should have then immediately been had the shit beaten out of him by other people on the track. People should have beat his fucking ass. And then the cops got there like, I don't know. Something happened. Did they? What did they do? I mean, it says they were trying to restrain him. Yeah, the cops eventually showed up, but the guy didn't get his ass beat. As a society, you need to band together. When you see this kind of shit, somebody needs to go to the hospital. It needs to be the guy being a douche. No smoking means no smoking. Not no smoking unless you feel like it. And then in which case, go ahead and stab people in the face with a pen. Maybe he was trying to quit smoking and he was like super cranky because 
he didn't have his nicotine fix and he just had to have one. I don't know. I am all for personal freedom, but as a former smoker, let me just put it this way. If you're going to quit smoking, fucking quit. Right? Just fucking quit. And if you're not going to quit smoking, you don't have any right to smoke where anybody else can see or smell you smoking. You don't. You don't have that right. It's not your privilege to blow cancer smoke all up somebody's face. You don't have that right. Even when I was a smoker, I was very conscientious about where I smoked. I never got smoke in anybody's face. I never smoked in a fucking restaurant. Even if it was a a smoking section, I didn't do it because it's rude. So you're an endangered species smokers for a lot of reasons. And honestly, if you can't be nice, then I think people have a right to kick you in the fucking ding ding. Maybe he had Botox injections and he was unable to to (sighs) think clearly. That I think is going to be the end of society. They keep finding out, like they found out from if women get Botox injections, it makes you depressed and sad. Mm-hmm. And they found out, right, and they found out if men get Botox injections, it makes us aggressive and dickish. And it's because you can't make facial expressions that, that to express yourself, so you have to act out. And this is further proof: you have to be careful what you do to your body. Something as innocuous as making wrinkles go away on your forehead fucks up your brain. So stop. Maybe they should just make it a requirement if you're going to get Botox injections that you take mime classes. Oh, God. Even mimes make big facial expressions. Oh, that's true. They, they just that's need true. to talk. It's, I mean. They just need to learn how to be creative with um, eyebrow pencil. Here, here's a tip. Surprise look. Yeah. Ooh, my eyebrows are way up high. Here, here's, a, here's a tip. How about you stop injecting deadly poison into your face for your vanity? Yeah, how about that? Stop. Just stop being dumb. And if you smoke and somebody tells you to stop, then here's what I think should happen. If you're smoking and you get caught and somebody says, please stop smoking, you should be forced to eat the cigarette. Ew. I, I don't care. You're, why should you not be punished? Oh, that's a lot of thunder out there. Yeah, it kind of Ugh, is. Got a storm blowing in. Okay, here's my next story. A man traded a blows with a porn-loving patron at the Brooklyn Public Library and was slapped with assault charges while the sex addict got off easy, police sources said. The brawl started at 5 p.m. Saturday when Santiago Real, 38, of Brooklyn, was reviewing pornography on a library computer while Derail Wright, 25, of Manhattan, was waiting to use it and became irate, the sources said. The two men exchanged blows and Wright was charged with assault, disorderly conduct, and harassment. Real, meanwhile, was given a summons for disorderly conduct. How is that right? A... I'm a little bit annoyed about everybody. It's like, oh, you should be able to do whatever you want with the library computers. No, you shouldn't be able to look at porn. I don't, I understand there's all kinds of first amendment bullshit and I don't understand how this falls into the first amendment because it's a library. I don't need you going through the library computer, standing there for fucking two hours, checking out porn, jerking your meat under the table. It's not necessary. Gross. It's not necessary. If you're too poor to get internet porn, like everybody else does off the internet at your house, you don't need internet porn. Go buy a fucking magazine. That's true. And especially since a lot of times those computer bays are set up by the kids section or whatever. You don't really need that. Yeah. You don't need kids walking by going, why is that lady's got her knees back by her head? And she's got all kinds of things going in her butt and her puss and her mouth. What is that all about, mom? Well, you don't want to have to explain triple penetration to your daughter on your weekly outing to the library. 
Okay, so it's basically, ridiculous. really though, so the one guy's sitting there looking at the porn. The other guy comes up and he's like, "Dude, hurry up!" Yeah, he's like, "I really on. need I to just... get mine into." So or, hurry or, up. Or maybe he goes, "You know what? I need to print out my fucking job search for today." No, he was just gonna look at porn. I don't. I, I don't think so. Oh well, I don't think so. And then, you know, the guy doesn't. He's like, "Chills." And, the, and the guy goes, I think four hours is enough. Get off of there. I'm going to kill you or I'm going to make you get off of there. Four hours is enough time for porn. And Santiago goes, he's not, man. And then Durail goes, well, fuck you. And punches him in the snout. I, I don't see a problem a time with that. Do they have a time no, limit? No, that's the, the problem. You can sit there and look at porn all fucking day if you want to. Did this particular library only have one computer? I don't know. I'm not privy to the, what happened prior to it. But I think, I, I really think. Library should have a filter that says you don't need to look at, you know, pussyslammers.com. Yeah, exactly. Can't they block that somehow I like the schools do? Uh, but the problem was they tried to block it, and then a lot of people were like, no, it's people's first amendment right to look at fucking pussy cramming yeah, 85. Maybe not in the library. It can well, be a that's rule. that's what they said. It's public computers, so public it can be should be a able damn to use rule. It. It's not, though. They tried, and it got, it got shut down. That's all I'm telling you, Ken. That's all I'm telling you. They tried this before, and it got shut down. That's why we can't have anything nice, though. If you have anything, it's called the tragedy of the commons. Have you ever heard that phrase? Mm-hmm. If there's a public resource, whatever it is, everyone will try to use all of it just to make sure they get nice. their share until it's all gone. Right. It's, and it comes from the fact like in olden times and villages, they used to have a common field. It was like a big open area and everybody would come graze their cows there. Right. Mm-hmm. But people are like, well, you can't graze your cows here every day because, you know. And eventually somebody would be a dick and they would just graze their cow every day. And eventually there was no more grass. It was just a big fucking dirt ball, dirt well, hole. I mean, right. We'll do that all the time now. Well, yeah. and that's the way it is now. Well, I can start look at porn on the computer. So I'm going to all day. I'm going to sit here all day taking my Viagra's with a fucking 18 hour hard on watching chicks with dicks or whatever it is you're looking at. You know what I'm saying? Stop. Stop. If you're going to a computer looking at porn, you're weird and you need to be away from the rest of us. You're, you're up to no good. Nobody, nobody wants to sit looking at porn with an audience unless they're weird. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Stop being weird. I don't know. I know. I just think it's weird, too, because the punishment is kind of a little bit lopsided. But, of course, you don't know all the details, and I don't know exactly what the guy said or did. So... Well, no. the guy that punched the other guy got in trouble. And the other dude got a slap on the wrist because he didn't get he didn't punch anybody. But I'm just saying our laws need to take into account that sometimes motherfuckers need to be punched in the head. And dude mm-hmm. checking out porn all day at the fucking library needs a big punch to the side of his skull. Well, speaking of justice, I oh. read today that Lindsay Lohan is gonna have to serve jail time. Nice. This time she's going to get 120 days. Who knows how much she's going to serve? Two weeks, maybe three. The, right, and the problem is something like that. They go to jail, and it's so disruptive for the actual jailers and the people that work at the jail. They're like, just get this fucking cunt mm-hmm. out of here. But what I thought was awesome is that she also has to serve 500 hours of community service, yeah, and not picking up trash on the side of the road, sporting her in designer duds, you know, right. and working for 10 minutes at a time or whatever. She has to serve 300 hours of it at a woman's shelter. And I'm not going to say it's the remainder of it, yeah. of the 500, but a large portion of it at the county morgue. I like that. Wah, wah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, because where are have... you going to go in the morgue? You know, there is no nice place in the morgue. No. 
No. There's no good section to be working No, in. no. You get to be Trocar Girl for the day. Yay. <laughs> right. You get to help do the sectioning. Oh, let's see. <laughs> you get to just transport. Maybe she's the toe tagger. Even, I don't if, know what... even if your job is just you wash shit down. The shit you're washing down yeah. is literal shit and blood and other things that used to be inside mm-hmm. people. And it's gross. And then, you know, a lot of people don't even want to be there, period. You don't even want to be standing no. there, not to mention having to actually work. Right. Not yeah, a very, actually, not a hand- pleasant place to no. be. actually handling dead bodies is never fun. I think that's pretty good. Hopefully, it'll make her think. I think that's what the judge is trying to do at this point, because they, she keeps getting chances. And she keeps blowing oh, She's it. kind of a fucker. It's ridiculous. It, it is so ridiculous. Hopefully, hanging with the dead folk. Those are probably the only people that can tolerate her at this point. Yeah, but, I mean, we. this is not new. I mean, look at fucking Robert Downey Jr. That dipshit had a million chances, and he can't, he he has more chances now. I don't care how good of an actor you are. You get caught with a trunk full of fucking coke, maybe you need to go to jail for a long time. You know what I'm saying? And then the judge shouldn't at some point go, no, nah, he's a really good actor. I want to see more movies. Robert maybe if he out. did a stint in the morgue, he would be completely straightened up right now, too. Maybe. You know what I, I think, think we should do? I don't think it takes do? many hours in the morgue to change a person. You know what I think we should do? And maybe this is not something that would be nice, but this is what I think we should do. If you get arrested and you go to trial, right? Mm-hmm. You, nobody knows who you are. They should say this is a man of X age, right? Okay. This is what his crime is, and this is his previous history. And that's all they should know. So you get like a blind judgment, right? So Robert Downey Jr. gets pulled over for the 15th time with a trunk full of cocaine Mm -hmm. in 1990 or whatever, right? He goes to court. They don't say this is Robert Downey Jr. They say this is a 35-year-old man. He's been arrested three times before for cocaine possession. We caught him again with a pound and a half of cocaine and 16 Tijuana hookers in the back of his car. Right? And then they determine whether or not you're guilty, and then you get sentenced. And then they do the reveal where they roll him out and go, it was Robert Downey Jr. Jail for 55 years. Enjoy. Well, it seems like it would be more fair that way. Yeah, because I think people need to get jail time like I would get jail time. For example, they're finally going to put one of these bank douches in jail. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was charged with fraud of about a billion dollars. Okay. Right. A billion fucking dollars. He's going to get about 10 years in jail. If I stole. 10 years is a long time. If I stole. I, mean, I don't want to spend 10 years in jail. Right. But if I stole a billion dollars, I would mm-hmm. never see the light of day. Well, that's true. Okay. So how is it different? Yeah, he stole a billion fucking dollars. That's what I'm saying. It's bullshit. It, is. it needs to be more down to brass tacks. And I, when I'm in charge, it's going to be different. All right. You got any other stories? Nope. Good. This next episode is going to make me cry. Uh-oh. Bitter black tears of pain and rage suffering. All right. If they want to call us, we're going to call us. They can call Google on 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. I want to try out my new fighting stick controller, too, for Mortal Kombat. got to wait. got to wait. I know. Did you tell him where to email us? Yes. I did. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You're fantastic. I think I'm going to discontinue our our Blockbuster membership, by the way. Okay. Maybe Netflix, I haven't too. used it for a while, so. Maybe Netflix, too. Okay. The problem is that we're getting, we have fewer and fewer Blockbusters we can go to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that's not so good. Uh, don't forget, I told you Amazon's my sponsor, so go buy some shit from Amazon. All right, Kim, you ready?
-hmm. We're not All there yet. Right. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastelly.com. Thank mm -hmm. you.